I lived in Turkey for a year in 2008, and I became good friends with a guy who we'll call Mehmet. He had actually gone to college in the U.S. at Ball State in Indiana, so he knew America. He knew the lay of the land. At one point, after I had returned, he calls me up and he's like, hey man, coming to the U.S. for like two weeks, a friend of mine's getting married, uh, I'd like to hang out with you. So I was like, yeah, sure, like, let's let's go on a road trip. It'll be really fun. We'll, we'll start in Philadelphia, where I'm from. We'll drive across the country. We'll see America. And he's like, it's great. It's awesome. Let's do it. Flies into Philadelphia. We borrowed my parents' old Volvo. And we uh, hopped in the car and started driving. A little detail about Mehmet is that uh, he really likes to create alternative personalities. So usually when we go out, he comes up with some identity that he is for that night. Everything from a Wall Street lawyer to an Italian fisherman to a bus driver from Muncie, Indiana. When we ended up in Muncie, Indiana, where he went to college, he decided that he was going to be Turkish royalty. We go to like his favorite local bar that he had gone to when he was in college, and we're having a few drinks, and uh, he happens upon a few young women. He goes up to them and starts chatting, and he comes over to me, he's like, if you talk, talk in an accent. And I was like, okay, I guess I can do that. And uh, so we're talking to these girls. I'm saying nothing because I'm afraid that my accent is gonna come off like Russian or something weird. I, I think I talk like this a little bit, maybe like, you know, something, uh, I don't know, half French, half Russian, half Turkish. But uh, these girls were eating it all up. They were like, oh, where's Turkey? We were just telling them all this crazy stuff about Turkey that wasn't true. And then at one point they were like, well, what are you still doing in America? And he was like, well, I just want to live a normal life here. I just, I just, I just want to be normal. And they were like, why? And he was like, well, like, I'll tell you this, girls, because you seem like really nice people, but like, don't go around telling people this. Little detail about me is that my dad is the king of Turkey. And they were like, oh my God, I've never met royalty before. That's so great. What's it like to grow up in a palace? Do you have a driver? Do you have a crown? Is there a throne? And he was like, yeah, I have a crown. And in Turkey, you have to wear a cape when you go to state functions. So I had this cool cape. And then he goes, and this guy here, he's my personal security. So don't mess with him. He doesn't speak a whole lot of English. And I was like, no, I don't speak very much English. It is good to be in America. This is fun. And I never really prepared to be a Turkish Secret Service agent or an Italian fisherman or a lawyer. But uh, I fell into the role really quickly. I started to like stand up straighter and I would like look around to see if there was any security threats or anything. And, and at one point, one of the girls was like, we have to go meet our friends at this other bar, but like, wait here, guys. So they leave the bar and we were like, I was like, man, we should be out of here now. I don't like this. And he's like, no, 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 no. Let's play this out a little longer. So they come back with like three other girls. Their new friend comes into the bar and she walks right up to us and she's like, I don't believe you. I'm pretty sure there isn't a king of Turkey. He just lit into her. How dare you accuse me of making that up? What do you know, you silly American? I grew up in a palace, Domobachi Palace. That's where I grew up. He pulls out his wallet and he had a bunch of old Turkish money. So in, Tur in 2005 in Turkey, they lopped six zeros off the currency. So, you know, a bill went from like 50,000 lira to 50 lira. And so he pulls out a 50,000 lira note and he hands it to her and he's like, here, go buy the bar. 
asked and she's like, what's the exchange rate? And he was like, basically one to one, that's 50,000 US. Like I carry that around as emergency money, you know, in case I have to flee the country. And she's looking at the bill and there's a picture of Ataturk on the bill. Ataturk is the founder of the Turkish Republic in the 20s and he's been dead since I believe 1938. And she's like, who's this old guy on the bill? And he goes, that is my father. Thanks for insulting my father. And she's like, what's his name? And he's like, Kamal Ataturk. And she's like, what's your name? And he was like, Mehmet Ataturk. I don't believe you. And she pulls out her iPhone. I freeze. Wikipedia, no. She looks up Turkey, the Republic of Turkey on the phone and doesn't look at any of the dates or anything. She just sees Kamal Ataturk on the, the thing and is like, oh my God, and closes her phone. He really is the Prince of Turkey. It's, oh my God. And we go back to these girls' apartment. So we're, we're hanging out at their house, and one of them goes on Facebook, hanging out with the Prince of Turkey. Night is awesome, winner. At this point, they're over the fact that he's royalty, and we're just talking about normal stuff. And he's actually in the other room making out with one of the other girls. And one of the girl's Facebook friends responds to her status update. There is no Prince of Turkey. Turkey is a parliamentary democracy, and it has been since the 20s. She's like, wait a minute. And she goes on Wikipedia, actually reads it this time, and it's like, oh my god. And she screams at the top of her lungs, Kamal Ataturk died in 1938. Storms into the other room and, and bursts into the room where my friend's making out with this girl. Next thing I know, we're being hustled out of this girl's apartment, and I think they still think I don't speak English because they were like, you have to go. You're not welcome here anymore. And we ran to my car. So we're driving out of Indiana um, into Illinois, and at one point I just turned to Mehmet, and I'm like, I have, a, I have to know, why do you do this all the time? And he's like, I really don't know. It just, I, I think it's fun. That piece was told by the evil and diabolical Elia Lewin-Tenkel and was produced by the not evil at all Stephanie Fu. And please, ladies, take notes. Learn your world history. The people mentioned in this story are still on the prowl. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.